Happy Friday, fellas. Welcome, gentlemen. Glad to have you with us. Hey, Lewis and Kieran and Ozzy and the rest of you. So good. And for those of you who join us later via podcast, maybe you're working out, maybe you're taking a nice long walk. It'd be great to have you along as well. So it's Friday. That means it's Fridays with the fellas. No girls allowed. And uh, we're talking wisdom, talking manhood, and in uh, these, I don't know, the last few weeks and for the next couple of weeks or so, we're talking about uh, our bodies and health and that kind of thing. Uh, Kieran asks a question here that I am tempted to dive into. Uh, he says, hey guys, any advice for how to start a home church with principles like NCT when everyone is a dispensationalist by default, or do I have to compromise that in order to get it going? Um uh, Kieran, I believe you're you're a partner, right? Uh, jump on our next uh, live stream or, or our next uh, Zoom meeting, which should be next uh, next Saturday here in the U.S. Um, or catch one of those and uh, uh, coming up and ask that question. Let's talk. I'd love to talk to you more about it. That'd be a great format for it. As I said in the comment there, don't compromise. Just start it. And uh, if you if you're able to jump on one of those partner Zoom meetings. Uh, I'd be happy to walk through what I think we need to watch out for when we start these home fellowships and create a different kind of culture where you're not defined by those convictions. But as you, uh, as you lead this group, invite them into your home, you're going to have lots of influence uh, on what you talk about and what you're teaching and I think uh, I can I can give you some insight on how you can persuade. So anyway, jump on there at the at that meeting or catch one of those as they come up every few weeks and let's talk more about it. Ozzy says, girls, wives, cooties. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. There's part of us that never gets out of junior high, right? <laughs> Ooh, girl, cooties. Ooh, girl, pretty girl, my wife. I like her. All right, so let's talk more about fitness. I think I label, what did I label this? Uh, food, fat, and fitness or something like that. We got to talk about our bodies. We have to take care of our bodies. And uh, we discussed this the last couple of weeks about sleep, for instance. So I'm tired today. I uh, didn't sleep very well last night. Didn't sleep very well the night before that. Uh, some of you, uh, I talked about this a few weeks ago, and you specifically prayed for me. And I will tell you, I've had uh, two or three weeks of the best sleep I've had in years. So be encouraged. The Lord hears and answers our prayer. And I thank you, those of you who have prayed specifically for me to sleep. The Lord has answered and it's been great. The last two nights have not been, uh, not been very good. And consequently, I'm sluggish. This morning has, I got up about four and uh, my time. So that's five and a half hours ago. Maybe a little later than that, but about five hours ago. And the whole morning, it's kind of like I'm walking through molasses. You know, it's I'm sluggish. And I'm wondering, you know, are my uh, words, my brain, and my mouth, are they connected? Am I saying what I want to say? My body and its lack of sufficient sleep last night is affecting my inner man, my ability to think and to determine what I'm going to say. Isn't that interesting? We are an outer man and an inner man. Mysteriously so. Uh, what really is the mind and the will and desires and thoughts and feelings, all those things, what are they? 
Well, we don't know exactly, but we get the idea, right? We try to portray that inner man through these various words and things. And then we have this body and there's a connection there. And we all have experienced both sides of the connection that at times when necessary, our mind can sort of uh, move our bodies to do things the body doesn't want to do. And our bodies can impact our mind and, and feelings and that kind of thing. You know, when you get tired and get grumpy, that's, that's a strange connection. So all that's to say, we should care about our bodies. This is not a, Christians, it seems like we get wrapped up as a sin, as gluttony, a sin, all that. That's not what I'm after here. What I want to do is say, you can live better. You can feel better. You can be more productive. However many years the Lord gives you on this earth, whether it's another 20 or two months or 40 years or whatever, you have some say into the quality of life that you live because of your body and what you do with your body. Now, again, there are plenty of things that are not in our control. But to the degree that it's possible for you, why would you not want to use this only tool that you have to interact with the world? Why would you not want it to be uh, fully functional? Uh, if you, if, it, if this is back in the horse and buggy days or you used a horse for, uh, you know, for plowing uh, and other work, would you want a fat, diseased, lazy horse, or would you want the strongest, leanest horse that you could have? Well, you'd, of course, you'd want the strongest and leanest, right? Because it's going to be more productive. It's going to be healthier. And yet, we don't treat our bodies the same way. And we forget, this is the body is how we work. The body is our tool to interact with the world. So we're going to talk about it. And I want to talk about the importance of being lean. Uh, delicious. My body loves del delicious coffee. Uh, the benefits of being lean. Be honest with yourself. Are you carrying around extra fat? And of course, the answer to that question changes, it seems like, every decade. What used to be considered fat is not considered fat anymore in some cases, and in others it is. But Bottom line is, and you don't have to tell me, I, I don't care. I don't know any of you that are online currently that I see here. I don't know any of you personally. I don't know what you look like even, but just in your own mind, be honest with yourself. Should you lose weight? And if so, why aren't you? Maybe we don't fully appreciate the benefits of being lean. It is not um, held in high honor in Christian circles. Your doctors probably are not encouraging you to get lean. They might say, yeah, you should lose a few pounds. But actually what I've heard interestingly um, more often is when someone really strives to uh, to get fit and get lean and they go have a, a checkup with their doctor. The doctor compares their current weight to the weight they were at last time. And if it's down five or 10 pounds, they express concern and worry. Why are you losing weight? 
because they got a chart somewhere that tells them what's healthy. And if you were here with us a week or two ago, we talked about at least how I distrust experts in science, medical science, well, really all science these days, and, and all that. I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. So what I'm telling you is from my experience, my own personal experience and working with other men and what seems wise to me, my research, but hey, you got you to gotta decide this for yourself. But I think most men that I know need to lose some pounds. Not every, of course. Maybe you, maybe you don't, but maybe you do. Are you willing to be honest with that? Are you aware of how much carrying extra fat on your body impacts your body? Did we talk about this last week? I forget. Disease. The visceral fat, the fat around your organs and the impact that has on the function of those organs and the increased likelihood of cancer and other diseases because of fat, uh, there's, a, there's a mountain of evidence that I have found that indicates your risk of some of those diseases is significantly reduced if you don't have extra body fat. Now, Again, I hold all this loosely from the standpoint of I don't trust, I, I, I don't, you know, the, we don't have 100% proof on any of this. But there does, for me, for my sake, for my investigation, and again, do your own research, for me, the evidence is pretty strong that there is a correlation, if not a direct causation, between having extra body fat and diseases that can be prevented. Well, I for one would prefer to not have those diseases, wouldn't you? Pain, body pain. We all have joints, our skeleton. Uh, when's the last time you looked at a skeleton? Uh, I go to a chiropractor. I'll tell you that story sometime. I resisted for a long time. And uh, he's got, I think he calls him Slim. He's got the the cowboy, you walk in and it's, you know, just full skeleton that he uses to kind of show you what's going on. And it's fascinating, isn't it? And you see all those joints, all those bones, all the, uh, the intersections between, uh, these, these body parts. And when you think about the, you know, knee pain, ankle pain, hip pain, back pain, and all the weight that we carry on top of those knees and hips and ankles and feet. And you think about a, a person who's low body fat, and if he's building muscle, which we'll talk about probably next week, uh, then he carries that weight better. But you add 5, 10, 20, 50, 100 pounds well, think about the pressure that puts on your ankles and knees. I, I mentioned this a few weeks ago, climbing Pikes Peak and uh, carrying the pack of 30 pounds and my, my son taking it from me in the last uh, stretch. And whoa, what a difference that made on my the, the weight of my body. And yet some of us carry that extra weight constantly. Sometimes in my experience and again, coaching men, Lots of those pains can be eliminated or at least greatly reduced by getting lean. You go to the doctor, he's going to give you meds. 
Take this for the pain. Get a heating pad or ice it. Try this ointment. Try fish oil or this oil or whatever the latest fad is, always with extra medication from pharmaceutical companies when the solution and long-term solution may be just get rid of that extra weight you're carrying. Better sleep. Better sleep. There's a lot of evidence to indicate that if you are even 10 pounds overweight, it affects your sleep. Uh, I know several guys that struggle with sleep apnea and they have the mask, they do the sleep studies and so on. And then I've read plenty of reports of guys who, you know, were a hundred pounds overweight, they lost a hundred pounds and suddenly they didn't need the mask and they slept much, much better. Uh, I know, try it out yourself, see. And then you're more attractive. And for some reason, Christians don't think this matters, but if you're married, it matters. If you want to be married, it matters, right? There's nothing wrong with wanting to be attractive to your wife. There's everything right with that. And if you want to be married, it's part of the equation. She's going to look at, look at how you look, no matter how old you are. And if you're lean, fitter, that's going to be more attractive, typically. Kieran says, the secular world is far better at health and wellness compared to the church. Church leaders hardly touch this stuff, especially in the Reformed Church. Yeah, isn't that the truth? We've become, I don't know, functional Gnostics? Like, we, we forget? I don't know. I, I don't know why that is. But I'm just telling you from experience, the benefits. And again, I look at it like this is my one tool. And I want it to be healthy and productive. And, and I don't want to have pains and I don't want to get diseases and I, I want to sleep better and I want to be, I want my wife looking at me. <laughs> and uh, so uh, those are just some of the benefits of what we've done. All right. So how do we get lean? You gotta, so losing weight is not ultimately the goal, right? Losing fat is the goal. You ever seen, look it up on uh, social media, internet, look it up. Um, a picture of a pound of body fat. It's nasty. <laughs> you just, I don't know, makes, it sort of makes me sick looking at it. <laughs> and then, then look up, you know, five pounds of body fat. It's like, uh, that's, that's what I look like on the inside. I don't know, for some reason that gets my attention. Anyway, so the weight is not the issue. It's, it's fat that you want to lose. And the bottom line is, the only way to lose fat is to eat fewer calories in a day than you need to, to work. In other words, the energy that your body requires, you need to eat fewer calories than you consume living. That's it. All these diets like the keto and all that, those are just different ways of getting at fewer calories uh, than you... Uh, See, my mind-body connection here because I'm sleepy. It's, there's a different ways of reducing your calories below what your body needs to work. And so then your body goes and grabs from the storehouses of fat. That's it. All the diets, all of that. And I'm persuaded that cardio people, you know, they tell you if you park far away from the Walmart door and walk, you're going to lose weight. Take the stairs. Uh, come on. Do you know how many calories you burn walking 
that extra, you know, thousand feet or climbing two flights of stairs versus the calories that you put in your body most of the time with all the junk food that we eat and all the bad processed stuff. But you feel better. I don't know. You, you check the box. I'm, I got a little extra walk in today. Walking's good. Cardio's good for your heart. But the only way to lose fat uh, is to eat fewer calories. And uh, someone has coined the phrase, uh, oh, I forget how they say it. But anyway, uh, what you eat is the most important part of being lean. Muscle matters. We'll, we'll talk about that next week as well. Everybody needs more protein. Everybody. Well, I suppose some of you eat a lot because you, you get this already, but most men need way more protein than we get. And I am one of those who is persuaded that uh, we've been lied to about cholesterol and meat fats and eggs and butter. Uh, all those things I believe are healthy. Uh, I'm... I've been persuaded that the whole cholesterol discussion is just uh, not helpful. Um, now, don't take my word for it. You do your own research. I'm not trying to uh, give you medical advice here. I'm just telling you what, what I've been persuaded of. And I think any decent nutritionist would agree that protein is so important and we need more of it. And we need much less sugar, fewer carbohydrates. Um, anyway, you can look at that up on your own. Calories in, calories out. That's the bottom line. I'm just, I keep coming back here to Kieran's statement here about the, why the church doesn't touch this stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? Do we do we think it's a worldly concept, a sinfully worldly one, or I don't know, are we just lazy? We just bought into the the American for those of us in America, the the Western mindset of um, being fat is sort of the norm. Uh, the medical science, I don't know. It's interesting, just. My mind's going there as we think. The other thing that's uh, important for burning fat is muscle, muscle mass. And we'll talk more about that next week in strength training. Uh, I'd be curious, uh, the guys who are on here, do you all do anything in the weight room these days? And if, if you listen to this later and feel like commenting, I'd love to know just what percentage of, uh, of people who listen to this uh, do any weightlifting. Did you do some in high school and college? Uh, what keeps you from it? It, well, I'm going to jump ahead to next week and I don't want to do that. So are you willing to pause and just examine your habits, your eating habits? What'd you have to eat yesterday? All right. Think back to your meals. How much protein did you get yesterday? Did you eat eggs? Did you eat meat? Peanut butter doesn't count, by the way. <laughs> There's so much sugar. People, people think uh, peanut butter is a high-protein snack. It is not. It is a, it's candy. 
How many carbs did you eat? Breads. Grains, that kind of thing. How many vegetables did you eat? Fruits. I, fruits and vegetables, I think, are, are good and healthy. But we need more protein and we need to just set aside the, uh, all the high-carb stuff. We don't need nearly as much of that. The grains, the cereal. Cereal is one of the worst things that we can eat. Uh, Kieran says, I think exercise and nutrition is risky territory. For instance, if you're caught doing an exercise that resembles anything of yoga, you'll be called a heretic. <laughs> yeah, Christians, we're, we are not very good at, uh, at nuance and uh, careful thinking, are we? <laughs> Uh, well, at the risk of being charged with heresy, my, my wife does yoga-ish uh, stretches, for instance. Um, so, uh, again, I'll, I'll, we don't have time to get into all this. Uh, my journey with chiropractors, which uh, went from uh, hostile to them to uh, now I see one every week. Uh, and my wife, who was in significant pain uh, a year or so ago, uh, through chiropractic practice and, and some things, uh, it, it's changed our life. It's great. And part of the maintenance going on is these yoga stretches that she does every morning. And uh, if she forgets to do them for a few days in, in a row, then she uh, feels the, the pain coming back. So yeah, I mean, that's just, uh, and, and to her credit, she asked me, um, she showed me the video of this woman who was, you know, the, so the doctor recommended, he's a Christian, and he said, don't, you know, don't pay any attention to what she says, just do the exercises on this video. And uh, so my wife had me listen to one and said, you know, what do you think? Is this, uh, she, she talks about some of the breathing, doesn't really get into too much spirituality stuff, but the breathing, and she brings in a little bit that sounds kind of new agey or whatever. And I told my wife, I said, I trust you that you don't think there's anything going on here on, on the spiritual end, but what she's doing for your body is good for it's helpful so yeah do it and uh, I'm not in the least worried that she's a heretic or having spiritual detriment because she's doing yoga uh, Karen says we give yoga too much credit yoga just copied baby milestone exercise positions and created a religion out of it yeah I mean the bottom line is if it if it if moving your body in this way and stretching and so on uh, helps, then great. Uh, we can certainly detach it. Yoga, I mean, am I wrong? It, it seems like the term yoga has just sort of become this uh, this label we slap on certain kinds of stretching and, and movements. Does Does anybody here in the West actually regard it as a religious thing? Yeah. Maybe some do, but it, I don't think it's very widespread. Anyway, uh, our time is, is up. I would just encourage you, brothers, if you're not lean, and few of us are, be willing to think through the implications of carrying that extra fat and determine, just like we talked about determining to get better sleep, determine to eat fewer calories than you burn. And there's, just look it up, look up a calorie calculator and, and you, can, you can find this out. Do your own research. Remember we talked, this, this is hard work. This stuff is hard work. We want someone to just tell us what to do and give us a pill or whatever. No, do your research. And there are, um, what are they called? Uh, energy expenditure, EE, 
Oh, I forget the calculator. Somebody will put it in the comments, I'm sure. Um, that will give you an average of how many calories you need a day. And then if you want to lose weight, lose fat, you've got to reduce that by, you know, two or 500 calories per day. And you got to count calories. Most people need to do this. My guess is if you counted calories, like we're really devoted to counting calories for a few days and kept track of everything that goes in your mouth, my guess is you would be astonished at how many calories you eat. If you've never done this before, you'll be astonished. And you add things like ranch dressing, have a little peanut butter, all those things, and suddenly you're way over your daily need. Total, I almost got a TDEE calculator. Total something energy expenditure. Total, total daily energy, see my, uh, need sleep. Anyway, um, it matters, brothers, it matters. So give it some thought, make the changes, get lean, you will not be sorry. All right, we will see you on Monday. Take care.